Right, hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Got Who Pod. I am Josh, and joined with me, as always, is my co-host, JP. How are you, Jack? I'm all good, thank you, mate. How about yourself? I'm not too bad at all, thank you. These introductions are getting very difficult, because sometimes it's Jack and Brad, sometimes it's just Jack, sometimes it's just Brad. It's all getting very confusing. It's hard work being the main host of the show, I tell you. Yeah, no, I bet, I bet, you know, it's... uh... A lot to juggle. It's a lot to juggle. And then you're talking about the future, you know, kind of pocket, like kind of episodes. And with me, you're talking about ones you've already seen and, you know, that you don't like for for whatever reason. It's, um, That's a very good point. I'm basically a time traveller. You are pretty much, yeah. You are jumping back and forward. You, <laughs> otherwise, you're going to start messing things up, man. Doctor Strange is going to come out of nowhere and be like, stop messing with the timeline. <laughs> I basically am Doctor Who. And that's now I, now yeah. I enjoy this episode more than anything. <laughs> So this week you are joining us for our review of uh, the Shakespeare Code. Um, JP, give us your sum up in a word. Okay. Do you know what? I'm actually that's probably as good a word as you could give. To be fair. Okay. I think I'm inclined to agree with you. Um, let's go a little bit more in depth. But before we get there, shall we jump over to Who News? Yeah, let's jump over to Who News. Go for it. Okay. Welcome to Who News. Um, JP, do you have anything for us this week? Uh, I don't really, apart from the fact that I know that the new Doctor is now the Doctor. That, the that's new again... Doctor. Yeah, nice, nice oh, bit I'm of news trying... there, JP. Yeah, no, no. I'm trying to avoid as many spoilers and everything as possible, which is very hard seeing as I run the Twitter account for us. <laughs> and everyone that I follow is, of course, you know, talking about Doctor Who. So the only time I ever jump on Twitter now is to put a little update out on a Friday saying, we're releasing another episode. <laughs> so I haven't... I'm trying to steer clear of the news at the moment, in all honesty. But I do know that this was the episode that Tennant regenerated into. Is it in Cootie or Cootie? Uh, shooty. Shooty. Ah, shooty. Um, into Shooty Castle. And um, yeah, I, I've not seen any reactions or anything like that. Um, as always, guys, you know, Josh and Brad do a, um, their own thoughts on a separate episode. So go give those guys a listen. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what, what were your thoughts? Good, bad, ugly? Um, do you know what? Obviously, go and listen to other episodes. Um, yeah. But genuinely, a very good episode of Doctor Who. Ooh, um, okay. And, and, you know, we've spoken about it, but yeah, I mean, my thoughts, I would say as a whole, loved it. There was a few things that I quite strongly disagreed with. And the more I ponder on it, the more I think about it, the more annoyed I get about it. But as an episode, fucking good. Very excited, yeah. and we've, we we that's why I want to keep on plowing through with this because I am very excited to hear your thoughts in particular on it, JP. The most exciting bit of news that we got released today is the song, or I don't the musical excerpt from the Christmas episode has been released. Have you heard it, JP? Nope, not heard it. I don't like it. If I'm being totally honest with you, I think it's Ooh, a bit. Okay. Sort of, I don't know if this will make any sense to anyone other than me, but it's a bit like Juleeper sort of generic, if that makes sense. So quite poppy. Yeah, like, I don't know, but the music video of it is very reminiscent of David Bowie's Labyrinth. And, um, oh, okay, which I know is a good thing for you because you love David Bowie. I love David Bowie. I love Jim Henson, obviously, the puppeteer behind Yoda, and he does all the puppets of the little Mm -hmm. goblin men. And this special looks very similar to it. Um, don't like the song. But very intrigued by it. Again, we get another little clip of Shooty, and I think he looks very good in it. The companion looks very compassionate and uh, good in it as well. Doesn't spoil anything, JP. I definitely recommend taking a minute and just going and checking it out on the YouTube channel and see what you think. Oh, no, that's why I'm specifically interested in your opinions on it. 
because I know you hate a musical. Yeah, I'm not a fan of a musical. I uh, like I'll sit down and watch them if I have to. Yeah, no, um, I get that. That's totally why I'm excited to get your opinion on this because me and Brad we love a musical. Yeah, oh yeah, no, for sure. So yeah. you know we're we we might even be a bit more forgiving on it than mm. the general public. Perhaps I'm not a hundred percent sure. Shoot it down. Yeah. Shooty it down. Shooty it down, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I just... I mean, I once infamously moaned that uh, I went to see the Only Fools and Horses... Uh, Only Fools and Horses musical and moaned that actually my one gripe that there was too many songs. <laughs> Which is madness. <laughs> Which is absolutely mad for me. That abruptly brings the end of Who Knows. Right, okay. We are talking today, as we mentioned up top, about The Shakespeare Code, an episode Ooh. I was not that excited to watch. And mm -hmm. I did not pay that much attention to. And mm -hmm. yeah, left it thinking, ah, do you know what? That's all right. You know what? I was going into this on the tail end of you going, this is shit. The next one's shit. The one after shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm glad you said that because as I watched it, I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying it was the best episode of Doctor Who I've ever seen, but it wasn't the worst either. There was some very interesting points yeah. in there. I, when we get to the ending, the ending I then... I thought the ending did break, like, bring it down a little bit. I thought the Agreed episode got worse. Hundred percent. Yeah. I feel like the episode got worse as it got on, but overall, I wouldn't say it was a bad episode. That's why I say, okay, it's all right. Yeah. No, I agree with you completely. Let's smash through this then. So the intro um, of this a witch uh, seducing this uh, loot player. Uh, my, oh. The first note I have is how fucking fit is Lilith? Oh, I said that as well. I mean, my first note was there's always some Ooh. cunt with a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, yeah, it, I've got to say, yeah, fair, fair play. He was, I, I'd have been in the same. I'd have been some witch's chow, you know. One hundred percent. I was again. I was adamant. I knew her from somewhere. Looked her up. She's in suits, which I remember as a yeah. program that you introduced me to. And then proceeded to never watch, and I fell in love and in absolute love with it. Did you ever end up watching Sue? I think I watched the first episode. I told you about it, and then now yeah, I don't think I ever watched. She's also in Casino Royale. She's the um, she's the check-in girl when he goes to um, I don't know wherever he goes to at the beginning, Cuba or whatever it is. He's not the only famous cameo we get in this series jp i want you eagle-eyed for more oh christ they're not in suits are they no no no, no. one of them is <laughs> argo right okay without spoiling too much mm -hmm. um a future spider-man has his first acting career in in, in this series fun. but back to doctor who because that's what we're talking about a lot of innuendos though so yeah you know, kind of in between yes. the thing where she says about oh um she's like come inside or something like that which uh made me chuckle like a child because i am yep. a child I just but, would. Um, yeah, and then uh, I said that's the last time that guy goes out drinking because we've all heard the, <laughs> you know, what kind of the old beer goggles do to uh, to, to men and women, and uh, yeah, <laughs> which well, it was just unexpected. Like, I mean, he goes, <laughs> "Oh, this is the." He says something along the lines of, "Oh, this isn't the kind of place I'd expect a, a, a lovely lady to have or something." And I'm actually sitting there thinking, "It didn't look that bad. It was just a bit witchy, but I." wouldn't have noticed any difference or anything and then he just turns around and she's an old hag and i'm like <laughs> oh okay fair enough um, oh, of course like i keep forgetting that you don't know what's coming did you expect it to be witches or did that catch you quite off kilter no nope, completely off kilter D didn't know it was witches i mean <laughs> the shakespeare code i knew that obviously shakespeare was going to be there but i thought it was going to be more like kind of a like a da vinci code kind of thing where they they had to like work out a little mystery and you know uh, that would have been like that, but... yeah Almost like so. I, I genuinely, right? I tell you what, my first impression was, or like my first thought 
was going to be it was like St. Trillian's 2. Never seen it, and I'm ra- that's raised a lot of questions as to why you have seen it. I fucking love St. Trillian's. Two things, David Tennant's in that one. Um, but he, what they do is they, they find um, a, a lost like script, like script or something in their library, and it turns out it's a, it's a, a, a kind of like a little trial to to find uh, Shakespeare, and then it turns out that Shakespeare was a woman. Yeah, I didn't listen to a word of that. You like Sintronians too? Yeah, I did. Th- I, I mean, the this first is... one was better. Well, you've seen them both. Yeah, this is. We were just talking about how much you hate a a, a, a musical, and now you're musical, like, oh yeah, but yeah. I love Sintronians. What the fuck is this I like about? Yeah, I like Mean Girls as well. Mean Girls is a great film. Anyway, let's move it swiftly back to Doctor Who. Right, first question. Why does she attack this lute-playing loser? I don't know. Looking back, I, I can only assume that they were trying to draw his energy or something. That seems like a witchy thing to do. The they second thing was, it. that bit where they're ripping him apart at the beginning, that's quite scary, or is it quite scary? I couldn't work it out. I think for a child, that would be pretty scary. I agree. I was, I was, I had you in the back of my head because I was watching the shows and I was like, oh, that's quite creepy. And then I was watching this Lilith cackling with her... Wicked Witch of the West makeup on. I was like, is this now too comical? Has Jack implanted the seed that the villains are too comical in my head? You know, for me, it's just like, oh, there's three witches. They've just consumed a man. Obviously, some shit's going to go down in Shakespeare in England, which is quite cool. I thought, yeah, I'm on board with that. It's pretty, pretty interesting. And what what's really interesting, I need to pick your brain on this, because when Rose first goes back in time for the unquiet dead, the doctor makes a point that Rose can't wear her normal clothes. And then suddenly the doctor's just like, yeah, go out, do whatever and everything like that. And they make a very interesting comment from Martha saying about, look, am I OK to be walking around out there? I'm not white, which I never crossed my mind at all. I thought I was like, oh, actually, that's, you know, the a valid question and b the doctor just goes no you'll be right just walk around like you own the place yeah yeah so has has the doctor's attitude with maintaining the illusion in the past has that completely changed from david tennant like from from christopher eccleston to david tennant or is that just the thing where the doctor's just oh i don't give a fuck anymore that is a fascinating point and i don't know is the answer i mean the obvious answer is because it leads way to Shakespeare's joke about the tight-fitted clothes. You briefly touched on it. I love all the sort of, you know, well, you know, medieval Britain hasn't actually, you know, it's pretty much the same thing. You've still got men dressed as women. You've got recycling and uh, history was a lot blacker than you expected. Just walk around like you own the place. I love all of that. Yeah. I think that's a great context for how stupid racism is. Um, well, it's very thought-provoking, isn't it? The thought that women can't be on stage because they can't be earning is mental and then nowadays like there's still a derogatory sort of there's still a sort of derogatory vibe around drag i find and it's just baffling how genuinely like little we've come do you know what i mean it's 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 thought provoking man it's thought provoking but on a more or on a less topical point you mentioned obviously that chris frockston first adventure oh sorry second adventure i think it is takes rose to um is it fair? No, episode three is Unquiet Dead. Um, takes Rose yep. to a historical um, liter- literary figure. And he's Victorian now got this England. brand new ting. And he takes her on exactly the same day. Pretty much, yeah. To go see a, a, a historical writer or screenwriter. I don't think he'd have been a screenwriter at the time because he didn't have any scripts. But yeah, just playwright. No, but what, what are they called? Author. Scripts. Author. Author. But anyway, let's not that one. Yeah. well on that. Um. 
What do you think about the fact that he's 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 recycling dates? It's right. So, say for example, you had a TARDIS, right? And you were there, and you had a companion, and you were like, right, I need to prove that this thing can travel in time. If it was me, I'd go backwards in time. Okay. To prove that it can travel in time, or because you're prove that it can travel in time. No, to prove it can travel in time, because people know what happened in the past. It's an established fact. Yeah, it's an established fact, right? So it's a lot easier for people to recognise that it's the past than recognise that it's the future, because you don't know what's going to happen in the future. That's stating the fucking obvious. You're not going to know what's going to happen in the future, but you know what's happened in the past. So you go. Oh, that's Charles Dickens or that's Shakespeare, because everybody's thought about Charles Dickens and Shakespeare and mm. you know, Queen Elizabeth and everything like that. So you know who those people are. So then you kind of go, wait a minute, these people are, you know, these are historical figures. Okay. Saying that, however, if you look at Christopher Eccleston and Rose, they went forward in the future first rather than the past. Yeah. Whereas David Tennant first time he's with Martha and the first time they try uh, they time travel they go backwards so what's your point that he's got to prove he he's got to prove that it can time travel and he's realized that actually traveling backwards is better than traveling forwards okay okay understood your point i was talking more the comparisons on cuz you know i've already alluded to this being the rebound season and it's oh yeah you, know, you said yeah do you think he's trying to replace rose by literally doing the same thing. But the fact that he has taken her to a historical figure, come on, that says something, doesn't it? Uh, it kind of does. But then then again, right, let's be real. If it's not fixed, don't break... Uh, if it's not broken, don't fix it. There you go. Well done, well done Brain. Good job. Um, yeah, if it's but not broken, he's don't not, fix but, it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, fair so, enough. Let's be real, right? So this, to me, is an interview process to see what Martha does. So, of course, okay. the first thing was the fearless thing. Well, Martha helped out in... You know, season three, episode one. Now they're going back in time. He wants to see what she's like dealing with past issues as a present person. And then going to the future, seeing, you know, because at the end of the day, there's the, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's not going to happen, but there's every chance she could go into the future of Freeze and just have a mental breakdown and go, I can't do this. Yeah, I mean, you would, you could argue that you'd have the exact same reaction going into the past. Yeah, but no, yeah, I get, no, your, exactly. I get your point. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, you know, you it's could, going through the mills, yeah. But later in the episode, they're laying in bed together and it's just like, again, it's, it's one of my notes that I've put about, I think she actually had a very angry reaction to not kissing the doctor um but then again i don't think the doctor made any moves it was just uh i'm laying in bed talking about the whole scenario you know and then later about rose as well the witch mentions rose yeah he gets very angry about that so you know there are a few very good lines when they initially land in the past there's the whole don't step on a butterfly or no there's a whole what happens if i step on a butterfly Uh, well don't fucking step on a butterfly then you see that I think that's yeah. brilliant. Well, no, that's it. He it says, what, what, did the, what does the butterflies do to you? And then he, and then he says about, um, she says, oh, yeah, but what if I accidentally kill my great-grandfather? And he was like, well, was you planning to? Yeah, yeah. It's just, Which, it's just properly it's funny. brilliant. Like, because everybody thinks of that, don't they? When you go, like, if you used to go in the past, you're like, oh, what if I changed the course of history and everything like that? Or what if I... And you're like, yeah, but how many times do you actually look at somebody and go, oh, I'm going to kill that person? Yeah, exactly. Or, exactly. How many times have you accidentally killed someone? Never. Yeah. <laughs> it's no. just the thing that we just worry about for no reason. But yeah, no, I like those lines. They're just like, they're little throwaway lines, but they just tell you so much about it. Which Yeah, exactly. Again, it's even the bit where it's like, you can now go home and tell everybody that you've seen Shakespeare. And she's like, yeah, get sectioned immediately afterwards. And you're like, yeah, who can you tell about this? 
Exactly, because you would. Like, you know, it's just that someone come up to you and went, oh, I'm at Shakespeare today. You're like, yeah, all right, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Let's sit down and have a cup of tea first, and then uh, we're gonna sp- we're gonna give make a special phone call. And, no, you know. I love it, but, and it's it's like you said, it's a little bit of a throwaway funny line. But it's also fantastic foreshadowing for what comes later with the whole Bedlam Hospital and, you know, people going insane because they have actually seen tangible witches. Um, yeah. But, of course, you wouldn't believe somebody if they've said that they're a witch. What do you think about this episode trying to... And this is, again, we've spoken about this before. This is what I think Doctor Who does best. It's mm-hmm. saying, okay, witches are this fantastical, mythical thing, but this is where we get that idea from. Oh, I love it. I think, I think it's brilliant because... At the end of the day as well, it's like, I mean, not that we were around then, but, you know, from, from what I learned in history and everything like that, you know, kind of like about like the Salem witch trials and, you know, kind of the, the fact that they used to do these witch hunts and everything like that. And they'd just go after like elderly women that were on their own or something like that. And their suspicion was, well, their husband died before them, so they must be a witch. Yeah, exactly. But that, what I love about Russell's writing is that that, the actual truth, is such an alien concept to us now. The fact that oh, a woman's outlived a man or, you know, this woman has been single all her life or this woman's got cats or, you know, God forbid, this woman is intelligent. That, yeah. two, three, four hundred years ago, people would have drowned that fucking woman for those reasons. That, yeah. in, you know, modern society, is so alien to us that by actually saying, well, the reason we think there's witches is because there was an alien race that came down that embodied what we now think of witches, is more sort of relatable to us because we're like, no, we've come so far as a society that that's insane. Like, how could we possibly have thought that back in the day and done these Salem witch trials and and, and all this nonsense? Like, baffling, right? Baffling. And, oh, it's mental, absolutely mental. Yeah. But you know, it shows that we, yeah, I mean, us as humans, it's you know, we're 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 consistent. Yeah, we're constantly developing. You know, we're getting better. We we make mistakes, but then we do better on them after. You know, and that's that's it, which I really like. I think is is quite a cool thing. But um, yeah, no, I I I like I like that kind of you know. It's always a big thing for me. You know, science is um, sorry, magic is unexplained science, and they've done it perfectly. Like with the with the voodoo doll, you know. He, yes. He says, oh, yes. that's a that's a thing, and and it's just it's incredible because voodoo dolls are a thing that we you know kind of us as humans we believe in, but. There has to be a, a scientific explanation for it. Yeah, no, exactly. It's just, you know, in, it's like, uh, you know, every lie that you says has a little bit of a truth to it. Every myth must have an origin somewhere along the lines. Do you know what I mean? And, and I think the way, like, playing on that fear, I think is fantastic. But it sort of leads on, well, it doesn't really, but my next note in my uh, on my notes is, my God, Shakespeare is a fucking cunt. I cannot oh, I thought, stand him I thought in this episode. I thought you wouldn't like him. I, I, I watched him jump onto the stage and I thought, yeah, I wonder if this is why Josh doesn't like the episode. Do you know, <laughs> that's my exact same note. Like, I'll read it per, like literally word for word. God Shakespeare a cunt. Even his little kick he does as he runs on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. As soon as I saw him jump on the stage, I was like, Oh, he's not going to like that one, is he? He's <laughs> so irritating. What a little fucking... Honestly, I just wanted to bottle the cunt. I'm like, fuck's sake, Shakespeare. What are you playing at? Now, I don't know Dickens, what... as this mature, humble, behind the scenes, doesn't want any of the limelight, just happy to be writing and doing his own thing. Brilliant character. Shakespeare, he's the kind of guy 
And we know these guys from school. I'll bleep this out in the edit, but it's who it is. Shakespeare is the kind of guy that writes this story and he's watching all these actors and, well, all these actors performing it and getting the round of applause and everything. And he's sat at the back twitching. He's thinking, when can I come out? I deserve this applause. I need to be out there. I need to be out there. I need to be out there. And he runs out and does his stupid fucking kick. And he's like, oh, you're a cunt, mate. You just, I know people like you. I went to school with people like you. You're a prick. Yeah, see, the way I see it, though, is being a screenplay, like kind of a screenwriter. Uh, I keep saying screenwriter. I think it's I think it's a screenwriter. Oh, playwright. Playwright, that's fucking it. Being a playwright. Sorry for everyone that's been, like, kind of pulling out hair. They're going, why the fuck is he not saying playwright? Being a playwright, he is like a Shakespearean footballer. You look at footballers nowadays, but just like, look at me, look how great I am, look at all my cars and my money and hotels and everything like that. And let's be real, Shakespeare in his youth would be a Shakespearean footballer. You know, I disagree. I with all the power. Hard disagree. He's not a footballer, he is a manager because he's the footballers are the actors in this analogy. Like, he should yeah. be this more quiet behind the scenes. But he's, you know, I can't even think of a fucking, I don't know, give me some manager's names. Uh, you got Sir Alex Ferguson, Jose Mourinho. Yes, that one. Jose I've Jose. heard of Alex Ferguson. Yes, he liked the limelight. I know his name. A good manager stays behind the scenes. Anyway, it's, just, it's a ridiculous analogy that you've formed here. Fact is, yep. he's a fucking cunt. But I do like the whole, he's such a genius and he's going through such a hard time. And, you know, it's little things like he's immune to the psychic paper because he's such a genius. It's little yes, things like, like we're feeding on him. He's got so much energy because his son died. That's why we can feed on this person. So yeah. I think that's all very clever. I think that's all very well. That was an interesting point as well about Shakespeare being immune to the psychic paper. But Martha, I think it was implied that Martha wasn't. Yeah. Which is very interesting. And I don't know if that's going to be something that maybe the doctor trains Martha in if he decide, yeah, if they both decide that they want to do the companion thing. But it was very interesting because of course they made a point of Torchwood, the members of Torchwood being trained, having a, what was it? Like a level one psychic training thing or something like that. Yeah. Because the doctor goes, Oh, well a human shouldn't be able to do that, but it's already proven that actually humans can do that. So is it that the people at Torchwood were humans and were trained and the doctor forgot about it? All the people at Torchwood weren't actually human. No, I think the point is, it's like, a, we've spoken about this before, I think it's like a Jedi mind trick. It's like if you have a certain level of intelligence or a certain level of uh, basic training, then you could do it. And Martha, be it because she's not clever enough innately or because she just hasn't had any exposure to this yet, um, can't read it. Yeah, I think you're reading into that one a little bit too much. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough, but um, <laughs> yeah, that was that was interesting. Um, and then we get to who I'm assuming is like kind of Ofsted. Oh, sorry, not Ofsted, Ofcom in a person, the man with the chain and the hat that goes that says to Shakespeare, "Oh, your your play's not gonna. I've got to see a copy of it before I can approve it." The approval guy. I liked him. I think he's quite a good character. I think you should shut him down. I think how dare you bring a new fucking show? Someone needs to put Shakespeare in his box. If I'm being honest with you. Well, he died like squirrel. He died like squirrel. <laughs> He's just spitting water everywhere. <laughs> I, was, I was expecting Ash Ketchum to just go up and just try and fucking, just like launch a fucking po- Pokeball at him and just try and catch <laughs> it. Like, 
I was like, I oh, yeah, brutal. pretty gruesome death as well for a kids show. Um, oh, that's got to be that's that's got to be a sucky way to go. Oh yeah, not great. I love though. Again, it led on to the whole, um, you know, Martha. I'm a doctor out of my way, and then Shakespeare's like, oh, take me to this land of Fredonia where a woman can be a doctor. And a little bit mm. before that, he's like, oh well, you know. What are we supposed to call you these days? The Queen of Afric, an Ethop girl? And I'm like, Ooh, all of those make me cringe. But it is nonsense how it's just, you know, it's, it, uh, we, again, the human race puts such emphasis on descriptive words and how they become insulting. And really, it should just be a descriptive word. And I think it's funny how, you know, times change and now you would never, you'd be fucking shocked. If you said, oh, hello, Queen of Africa," could you like, could you imagine saying that to a woman of color? Oh, yeah. See, like saying yeah, that, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say woman of color anymore because I don't think colored is the right word anymore. I think we now have to say black, right? I, I, I've got no idea, to be honest. And again, it's just, a dangerous conversation call, and it's at risk of being cancelling. I was just, I just call people by their names. And then that way, if they get pissy, I'm like, well, that's your name. Like You mentioned a little bit earlier about the doctor laying down in bed. It's very, very, like 15 years later, it's still very weird seeing him with his suit jacket unbuttoned. I didn't like that for one second. Well, I mean, I suppose, you know, you always unbutton your suit jacket when you sit down. So why not when you lay down as well? No, it's weird. We shouldn't have seen that. That was awful. Didn't like that at mm. all. I, I just feel like the doctor's being a bit of a tease there, you know, but unintentionally, because there's at no point does he ever actually properly make eye contact with Martha. But again, like he should be more socially aware. He's not autistic, but again, he doesn't understand the human race, to be fair. It did lead to the yeah, brilliant, um, led to the brilliant Harry Potter joke as well, which I absolutely loved. I had to look it up, and this came out in April. and uh, Harry Potter book seven came out in July of 2007. So yeah, well, actually saying that there's actually quite a few pop culture references in this, isn't there? He obviously mentions the Rosewood No thing as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just more emphasis that it's a rebound and yeah, and all sort of shit goes down. We get the witch on a broomstick. Um, yeah, I just, you, you know what? It then got like a, a little bit kind of out of it for me a bit. Very yeah. kind of pantomime and and that's it because Shakespeare is obviously hard at work writing this play that he didn't think he'd be writing, which you know are fair enough. But then the witch comes through his window, blows blows a green cloud onto Shakespeare, which <laughs> knocks him out, and then puppeteers him to write the scripts. All very strange, yeah. I agree which with like, completely. I mean, two things. One, that's great puppeteering because you know that, that takes a lot of effort. You know, not not only have you got to like kind of hold the the puppet up, you got to put the puppets on to do all the letters, and you know, I just that that was that was very weird. And then of course they get interrupted by the who I'm assuming is the landlady, the you know, the the building. One that's going to nosh him off a bit later. <laughs> yeah, and she dies of fright. See, like, I wondered if that was if that was the doctor downplaying it again, like he says about the guy that drowned to death. I wonder if he was just downplaying it because you know you don't want to worry the locals. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I just I don't know. It was just a bit. Oh, she died of fright, and I'm like, uh, I just, 
I get it, but I don't get it. I'm like, that's a bit <laughs> shit. Like, you've literally got the same witch, or one of the three witches, that tore a man into pieces at the start of the episode, who then killed a lady by scaring her. But you've I'm also like... got to put yourself in the frame of mind that these people are so far removed from... Like, we see witches left, right, and centre. I actually have a question on this. Remind me to come back to it. But we mm-hmm. see witches left, right, and centre, and it's, you know, it's, it's destiny. our fairy tales read to us when we were a kid. This probably would be scary for someone back then. Yeah, but then again, it's just an old woman. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. It's an old but woman that's flying and teleporting. But, you know? well, yeah, but she didn't see that. She just turned around. She she interrupted, you know, the, the, the puppeteering masterpiece. And she just turned around and she was just a, 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 like an ugly old woman. Suppose, and you're just like, yeah. well, like if it had been like a werewolf or a zombie or something, something actually scary that isn't something you would see, you'd be like, all right, yeah, fair enough. But I just, I don't know, like... You can yeah. have the witch up pounce at her, or uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something shit. should have happened. No, I suppose budget is probably the answer to that. Yeah, and, um, but then of course, talking of budget, they then go into the, the mental, like the the um, what do they call it, bedlam? Is it? Well, just before we get there, and listen, oh, it's God. not a big deal, but I do just want to say we obviously get the gay Shakespeare comment, and uh, I think it's just a testament to Russell's writing. I think it's very funny and also probably true, as I was looking up. But I just brought it up because really? I came up with a brilliant joke. It's not Shakespeare, it's Shakespeare. <laughs> Thank you for laughing. I was really worried it was just going to be silence for a second. Hey, that's pretty good. I give it that. Not bad, is it? So, yeah, so then they yeah. obviously go to Bedlam and um, you get super hands if he carried on with his crack den parties all, uh, all year round in Beep Show. And... Um, they're pretty tapped little bit, to be fair. I quite like the bit in uh, in uh, Bedlam. Well, I, I, two two things. I one note, I actually put pretty good practical makeup, like on the actual architect, like the eyes and the teeth, and I'm like, that's a man that's pretty messed up, you know. Have you uh, have you ever seen Peep Show? No, never seen Peep Show. So this is super. In Peep Show, he plays like a meth addict and a crack addict. It's very funny. He's a fucking excellent actor. There's oh. no makeup or prosthetics on him. <laughs> like, that is just how this man looks. Oh, Jesus. Poor man. <laughs> oh, he looks like he's done meth his entire life. Yeah. He's fucking brilliant. Jesus. Matthew Woods or something, I want to say his name is. But yeah, that is like, there's no, yeah, there's probably makeup on him, obviously, but no like prosthetics or anything to make his eyes especially bulgy. That's just how he looks, I think. Bloody hell. That's pretty, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, it was pretty sad though, wasn't it? Like, you know, when they're talking about like, you know, Martha's going along. Because but bearing in mind Martha is a trainee doctor. Yeah. And she's like, You're whipping these people. Like, and it's like, yeah, like it's it's well documented that 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 kind of people with like mental health issues or like severe issues back in the past were not treated well at all. Well, back in the past, like fucking as recent as the nineties, like maybe even the noughties, you know, like this is not a Okay, maybe we weren't rip, uh, maybe we weren't whipping them for humour, but this isn't something I, I, that's that far removed. I think, of, like, we still have say, circuses. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
Well, I was gonna. I was more thinking of the treatment and everything. I could think of probably. I think it was in the seventies where they used to use the electroshock therapy or something like, which was pretty yeah. much they just put the fucking power grid through someone and went, "Oh, that'll help." <laughs> yeah. right. mm, is that gonna fucking work? I don't <laughs> think so. But you know, there you go. But I'm not. I'm not a medical professional, so I can't fucking comment. But um, yeah, no, I, I, it was quite nice to see Mar- like Martha's like kind of um, compassion as a, as an actual trainee doctor come through she's like these people need severe help and you're not giving yeah. it to them like which is well documented like you know that's it um and then of course the witch just appears in the room which by the way i think they implied that they could still see through the architect's eyes i thought she just teleported into the room no well no because they see him in the bucket or the cauldron or wherever it was hey, they see the doctor oh right okay yeah no but they also see the architect's face Again, I think this is maybe, I think they can just see, and they can just see through the yeah. part. Yeah, I don't know if it's whether it's um, for anyone. But then she's like, oh, I'm going to deal with the doctor. I think she said she was going to blind him or something like that. And I'm like, shit, she's going to like throw acid in his eyes or something. <laughs> Fuck it out. <laughs> and then he just calls her by her, her name, and then she just fucks off, which, again, it's just on this slippery slope downhill where I just started losing interest in the episode because they're like, they're doing this thing and it's like, it's really tense. And it's like, you know, it's like, oh, tell me the story. And, and like, yeah, you know, he's actually yeah. getting the story out of it. And I'm like, shit, you know, this is going to go down. This is going to be really sick. And then the, the witch turns up and it's like, oh, damn. Like, you know, this, the, now they're in trouble because they're locked in a cage with someone who's, uh, I suppose, technically still possessed by the witches and a witch as well. And I'm like, shit's going to go down. Because like, especially the comment that the gatekeeper makes as well. He's like, I'll oh, be careful, we can be violent. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is, yeah. is going to be really tense. And then the doctor just calls her, like, calls her by her name. And she, I honestly got thought she, I thought she died because I was like, oh, this is it, she died. And then she teleports back. But I just then just started getting very, very clumsy. No, I, no, I, I just... completely agree with you. Endings are hard, is the note that I have. The only thing I would say is, um, I like how he explains it. And again, we touched on it earlier. It's the whole, you know, magic is just a science that we don't understand yet. And he like, you know, mm-hmm. some races, they choose words. We chose numbers and mathematics and others chose magic. I like all that. I also like the fact that the Martha is like balls to the walls when she gets the opportunity. She's like, no, I'm going to try doing this. I named the paradise. And it's like, fuck, it doesn't work. But I think that talks testaments to her character. But completely agree with you. That's where I fell off because if the answer is just saying random words, you might as well just be, you know, it might as well be a finale of them just pressing random buttons or, you know, just throwing random shit. Like it doesn't really mean anything, does it? Yeah, exactly. And and that's the thing. It was just like, uh, well, you know, it just seemed a little bit like a cop out. You know what I mean? I was just like, uh, okay, fair enough. Um, I think it works in the context of the story. We've got a Shakespeare who is a wordsmith. You know, it's very much the thread is laying that these witches, they work in words. But for me, it's very hard to have stakes in a story where you can literally just say random words and you're going to get out of it. Like, I think the stories that work the worst for me are the ones where there's no logical answer, like, there is no way in a million, trillion, billion years the smartest person in the world would be able to work out that the way to defeat these monsters is to say 9320146 
Expelliarmus. Do you know what I mean? That Like, you can't work that out as a viewer. So what are the stakes? Where's your investment in this? And I think that's what falls apart for me personally. Yeah, exactly. And, and I just, I don't know. I, we'll, we'll get to the ending there because I've still got a couple of couple of more notes before we get to the ending, you know. Um, and it was just the fact that I, 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 did, I did see what they were doing because, of course, it is well documented that the Doctor has two hearts and the Witch was like, oh, we're going to stop his heart. And I'm like, oh, okay, so the Doctor's other heart is going to save him. And, you know, which I, I quite coming, liked. Yeah. yeah, you know, I saw it coming. That that was good. But, again, it was just like, I just put a note. Well, that was easy. And it was just like, you know, like when Shakespeare's like, you've got to stop the play. You've got to stop the play. And then Shakespeare runs out onto stage and then the witch just taps the voodoo doll and he falls asleep. And I'm like, it just, uh, it didn't seem very good. The the ending didn't fit the the build. No, exactly. Because we don't understand the rules. If she can just tap you and you fall asleep, what else can she do? Why are there any stakes here? We don't, you know, we're not, you haven't laid the groundwork enough, unfortunately. Don't turn you into a squirtle. No, well, yeah, quite exactly. Why? Why didn't she just turn the doctor into Squirtle? Why didn't she just turn Shakespeare into um, yeah. Squirtle for sure? I did like the fact that when the two people come out on stage, they're like, oh, and it's Isis descending from the heavens. I'm like, oh, well, you can't say that nowadays. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing, is it? Because Isis was a, I think, an Egyptian god from memory. Ah, if, uh, okay. Obscure. Okay. If my obscure historical knowledge serves me correct, I think it was an Egyptian god. But um, yeah, again, it's just been used. Like the swastika was used for other purposes before the yeah, night. It was a Hindi was thing just, or whatever it was. Yeah, it, yeah it's just something that's been repurposed for not good. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, there you go. Um, I, did like, I do like puns, to be honest. And he says, oh, you know, like we've got, we've got to find where they are. And he just says, ah, witch house. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I respect that. Very I respect good. that. That's that's pretty good. Um, but then again, it was just like, you know, like she just falls asleep. Like, you know, when she says her name, she falls asleep. She doesn't die. And he, yeah, and it's like, oh, what yeah, are the rules? Why just, is she yeah, not she, dying a squirting death? Yeah, exactly. She's just like, oh, well, she's she's only she's only unconscious. And it's like, oh, okay. And then the doctor is then in trouble. And then suddenly she just miraculously wakes up. And it's just, oh, I don't know, it just seemed very... Um, I want to say clumsy writing, really. It just there wasn't lazy. I think that kind of flow. Yeah, it just and then she's flying out the window and she's like, "Oh, I've got your voodoo doll," but then she never uses the voodoo doll again. Like even when the doctor is there, exactly, exactly. She, she never once pulls out the voodoo doll. It's just like, oh, maybe she left that at home or something. I, I just, I just they, they built things. They they built foundations and then didn't use those foundations. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It it's all like, just wishy-washy nonsense. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, which again, you know, I like the two the the two hearts callback where she she stopped one of the hearts and the doctor's got the other heart and you know Martha has to restart his second heart. Which are, yeah, I, fun know, little I really bit. Like. Yeah, exactly. Good fun. But then we just go to the finale where they're in the like the Globe Theatre. Yeah. And you've got these two old women, like hideously ugly old women sitting in just a private box that they've rented out. Nobody goes... Like, bearing in mind, one of these witches scared a woman to death. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to make on... I'm going to work on the assumption that the woman they scared to death is kind of one of those women that 
is not phased. Not a lot phases her. You know, she she's pretty tough as nails. And yeah. then you've got these two witches in a box, which, by the way, is on the like literally in direct line with the actors on the stage, and nobody bats an eyelid. Yeah, yeah. And they're sitting there with this big, mysterious purple fucking globe or like sphere, and I'm just like, is nobody gonna say anything? Yeah, you but know, it's but fine. It's... They probably teleported in there, and they're slightly more elevated than the act. They're probably not looking at it, yeah, and it's from so a you, distance. You, I'm fine with exactly, exactly. But I just, I don't know. Like, it's just very, very weird. And like with the actors then saying the line, I'm wit- like, yeah, just kind of wittingly saying the line, just going, oh yeah, we're just going to say that because it's in the script. None of them, like, you would have thought because I mean, I don't know very many actress uh, actors or actresses, but from what I've heard, they can be prima donnas. Let's be real, an actor in Shakespeare time, is he going to say exactly what's on the script about going, well, I don't know what this means. I'm not going to say that. No, I think completely the other way. Look at Anchorman, for fuck's sake, where he gets fired because they put something fake on the teleprompter and he just reads it out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but... No, I'm totally on board with that. And it's also, it's Shakespeare in the height of Shakespeare. If Martin Scorsese knocked on my door, and said, listen, you're going to be in my show. I'm going to pay you £50 million pounds if, you, uh, if you do this. Yeah. Am I fuck going to give him notes? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's fucking no, Shakespeare. You, you're just going to read you, it blindly. You, of course you are. And also, no, these actors, they're not intelligent people as well, especially back in the Shakespearean. Sorry, that was very offensive. Oh. In the Shakespearean <laughs> days, actors are not intelligent people. They're doing acting because they cannot get, you know, lawyers, barristers, jobs like that. That's the reason that they're doing it. It's not highly paid. It's probably more hobbyist. 100%. 100,000%. You're not questioning it. No way. I agree. I agree with that completely. I don't know. I, I, I just think that you'd still question. You'd go, hold on a minute. What the fuck is this? Oh, yeah, but they do. They do. Yeah, I, I don't know. Anyway, by the by. So they didn't say the magic words. The magic words, yeah. And um, then this fucking portal to, I, I don't know, hell opens up. I know, and, and it's all very CGI, and it's all very nonsense. And I don't even think yeah. it's worth dwelling on. It's all just, like you said, it's just Dementors. It's just, it's all very Harry yeah. Potter. And it's just nonsense. Um, and it wraps up because somebody else says some other magic words, and it doesn't mean anything. And I, I, I think I that's all we need to say on it. Do you know what I mean? I know. It's just painful it's just oh and i just again the clumsy writing they 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 put a subtle you know back to the future reference in there and they put a subtle harry potter reference in there which worked perfectly that's fine in fact it was so subtle i didn't even pick up on the first harry potter reference right but then it was just oh mate it was like trying to do i don't know fucking dentistry with a hammer you know what i mean it was just like oh it's and i'm like Oh, I, I, I don't know. I just, I didn't like it. I just thought it was very clumsy. You know, very, yeah. it was almost forced in there. You know what I mean? Like, I just. No, I, I agree with you. I agree with you completely. But nevertheless, the Expelliarmus does, for whatever reason, again, it's not established, puts the witches back in their boxes. They've lost, they lose, they lose. They're banished to this orb that the doctor has just presumably resting in his TARDIS somewhere. Not the first time this season we're going to see an alien trapped to 
eternal consciousness in an object that the doctor just keeps for fun, by the way. Keep an eye out for that. Um, oh, good. But it does lead on to what I do think is quite a genuinely good ending. The whole mm -hmm. thing with Shakespeare working out, you're from the future, you're a time traveling alien. I think that's brilliant because he probably would. He's Shakespeare. He probably would work out if he's not being under yeah. the influence of the witches and turned into a massive cunt. I yeah, also I mean, like the uh, Sycorax skull that he brings out. And I had to Google this. Yeah. But Shakespeare mm -hmm. genuinely has a character called Sycorax. Does he? Yeah, I thought that was brilliant. Also, Love Labours 1 is a genuine, genuinely lost play. This is all quite mm -hmm. firmly based in reality. And it's obviously just spun off with a fantastical sort of... Uh, spin but yeah i like all of that and it gives way to i reckon the best ending of doctor who the best final closing roll credits moment of doctor who there has mm. ever been i think this is mm -hmm. the best last minute of the show ever when the queen comes right. on and is like doctor off with your head and he's like what? What? I haven't even met you yet. What? That is perfect. Perfect. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, I get it. It, you know, it was very funny because it calls back that, you know, the doctor has obviously met the queen at some, you know, God, I say the queen, Queen Elizabeth the first. But I, I, yeah, I, I think the problem is I've been taken out by that point. I, I agree with you. Get, I agree. I, with I, you. I'm still trying to get the head around the fact that they've got these witches these very comical witches trapped in a fucking sphere, you know, kind of like clawing at the glass like a fucking cat trying to be let in. Yeah, no, but like, they're trapped like... to an object. I get that. I get that. But I do know what you mean. Like, by this point, I was cooking dinner and I'd lost interest. But that yeah. hooked me back in. I was like, that's some top quality got to. And that does actually get a payoff in the 50th anniversary. That's how long you have to wait for that moment to be really? paid off. But just absolutely yeah. brilliant. Maybe I think of it more fondly because I know that it's paid off in the 50th, but I think that's just an absolutely classic document. It's like, yeah, but I haven't met her. It's the first sort of real example of timey-wimey, timelines are messed up. If you are a time traveller, you're going to be meeting people at different points in their lives. This is the first real introduction that we've had to that, to be honest. And I think it's a brilliant, just what a fun doctor... This whole episode should have been that ending, I reckon. Um, yeah. Or anyway, it just shouldn't have been the ending that we got. But, I mean, unless you've got anything else to add, I'm happy to wrap it up here, JP. No, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty happy to wrap it up. As I said, for me, episode started off very good, but then fell by the wayside. Pretty, I'd say, pretty much bang halfway through the episode. Yeah, I, I I think that might be a little bit harsh. I think it is specifically the ending that lets this down. Um, mm. I think it's a I think it's a good episode until the ending, and then it's a bad episode, which, like we said when we started, well, like you specifically said when we started, makes for an okay episode. Um, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. On that note, though, JP, out of ten. Oh no, we don't do that. That's, what am I talking we, about? No, we don't, don't, do that. don't be silly. Oh, uh, you know what? I've got to say love it because there's not enough in it to, for me to say I hate it. it was, as you say, it was just the ending. I, I, I really like the first half of the episode. Yeah. 
And I think my liking of the first half of the episode outweighs the disliking of the ending. So I've got to say, love it. I agree with you almost entirely. Yeah. I think it's a pretty good episode up until the midway point. And then it just sort of meanders. And the ending is pretty shocking. Not the worst we've ever had, not the best we've ever had. Yeah, it is still a love it for me, but a pretty mid episode, to be fair. But better than what you thought it was, though. Exactly. Yeah, it's definitely more good than bad, I think. So I've got to give it a love it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there we go. So, um, yeah. And of course, as we said at the start of the episode, I have not watched the next time uh, trailer uh, because I'm trying to be good. It's my early New Year's resolution is to not watch the uh, next time trailer. So I just go into things completely unspoiled. I've got no idea what to expect. Um, which I think is better, to be honest. I think it's better. I think it is too, yeah. No, I think it is. I've already alluded to the fact that it's on New Earth. We get a future-based episode. Um, but no, looking forward to it. Again, I think it's, it's it, it, for me, it's quite similar to... I'm not that excited for it, but I am quite excited to revisit it, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. So Anyway, um, on that note, yeah. thanks for listening as always. Check out our review of the specials. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Thanks for the engagement. Instagram is popping off at the minute. We love you for your engagement and everything. Like, I'm struggling to put a post up and it get less than 100 likes. And I'm not even being arrogant here. I posted a stupid thing of Shooty Gatwa and his car being like, oh my God, it must be the same car. This is so funny. <laughs> and didn't think it would be anything. And that's nearly got 1,000 likes on Instagram. It's by far our most liked post. It's absolutely mental. Um, so yeah, thank no. you all for continuing to listen and 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 for the engagement. We really uh, love you guys. Yeah, no, we love you guys. We really appreciate it. And yeah, as I said, as we always do say, if there's anything that you think that you you know you disagree with or you agree with or anything like that, or if there's anything we've missed, just let us know. You know, let us know in the comments on Instagram, on Twitter, you know, on uh, on TikTok as well. Let us know, you know, because we, we'd love to hear what you guys think as well. And, you know, especially for myself watching it for, for the first time, you know, if there's anything I've missed, I want to know about it. So, yeah, just just keep uh, keep letting us know. No, exactly. Well, on that note, guys, we're going to love you and leave you. And uh, famous last words, it's fairly honest.